You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, Anna is here, and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Today, I'm taking a little bit of a different angle with you and want to focus on this too busy kind of life um, that we're all running these days. And I know we hear it all the time. We say it all the time. Uh, you run into a friend at the grocery store, you pass someone in a hallway, and they ask you, how are you doing? How's life? What's new? And eight or 10, or even 10 out of 10 times, the response is busy. And I've been there too. It's typically the default answer um, I can come up with on the spot when somebody's asking me how I'm doing. But it's like, we're not just busy, we are are way too busy. Because we're running, rushing to get things done, we're feeling burned out, feeling tired. And we, I think at the end of the day, have ridiculous expectations of ourselves. And to make things even worse, Business is always celebrated, right? It, it's a high achieving thing in such a face, faced, fast and paced kind of a culture. So, but I want you to kind of remember one thing. Hard work and this busyness that we created is a good thing, but there's a line, right? And maybe it's a fine line between being busy and being productive or being productive and being really busy and unhealthy. So how do you actually look at that line, right? Or how do you know you actually have gone far? So I wanted to talk to you about just a couple of areas. I have three areas that I wanna highlight and really for you to be honest with yourself and give yourself sort of a grade, however you wanna grade yourself, but at least some knowledge that maybe perhaps I am crossing that line between being busy and really being productive and really being healthy. Because a lot of these things come at cost. And so I am starting to look at this more and more myself. Now, I think this episode is mainly me speaking my thoughts and looking at and what I do with my time. And I'm not really particularly talking about personal finances here today, but I think you guys will will kind of see between the lines that at the end of the day, it's still going to come to that. So let's talk about number one. And this is this is kind of the, the, the master of all things, but I've, I've been complimented on this ability of mine many times before. My husband keeps saying that uh, to me and you're such a great multitasker. You have so many projects that you're working on. You get so many things done. And at times I feel like, wow, really, I am a good person in this regard. I can do a lot of different things. But I started to wonder, I started to pause and think. And I mean, some of the things like, just look at your day, look at what you're doing in one particular moment. Like, so if you're eating breakfast and you're putting your makeup on and you're listening to a podcast and you're drinking your coffee and your child is running around and just a lot going on, you are too busy. And 
look at your day throughout the day. What are you doing in any particular minute, right, or hour um, of that day? And I, I know that that's how our lives are. We have to, and do we have to, right? It's like, this is the mentality. Like, we have to do these things in order to accomplish something. But multitasking has a bad, 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 bad rap around it, right? And maybe some people really support that, but there's a lot of research that doesn't. And there's a notion that multitasking simply doesn't work. Not only it, it doesn't work, but doing like a few things at the same time is actually taken away from your focus, from, from your ability to learn something, from the ability to be present. And that's actually this, this moment of being present became really real for me with, with having Liam. And maybe this is just the, the, the new life and being a mom, but I really started to, to think about it more. So what are you going to do about it? It's hard. It's, it's, it's in all of our lives, but how do we kind of get up, you know, on the top of it? So let's maybe for one week, I'm trying to give you some tangible things here because I'm practicing that too. So maybe for one week, commit to doing one thing at a time and just see how much more mental clarity, calmness, that ability to be present you actually find. Leave, if you're working, right, if you have to work, do all the work while you're at work. And I know right now it's a little bit hard with the segregation of work and home, but do that one thing and focus on it for maybe just 15 minutes if that's all you need and move on to the next. So that's my, that's my focus for the next week. I am actually going to be on vacation. Can you believe it? A real vacation, more like staycation next week. And it's going to be a little bit easier, at least to wrap my head around this, but I want to focus on doing one thing, being really present for that particular moment. Okay. So I want to, I want to hear from you and see what you've actually been focusing on for that one, one week. All right. So number two sort of ties into that, to the first being overwhelmed, uh, or sorry, be, uh, being a master of multitasking. So number two is feeling exhausted and feeling overwhelmed. And a lot of times it's like at the end of the day, right? It's just, it, it, there's this feeling that, oh my God, it's been, it's been such a crazy day. There's so much, so many things to do. And you're just, you kind of get in this mode that sometimes it's really hard to go to sleep, right? And so I think one of the reasons, and I started to look into this more and more, I actually used to be a really good sleeper before Liam showed up. I know there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of life before Liam, not in a bad way. No, I'm not complaining here, but lots of things change. And so this idea of not being able to fall asleep or feeling so exhausted or, or overwhelmed that you can't, but the, but, but the key here is that like sleep, right? A good night rest is really not optional. And again, going back to this modern society we live in, especially for those who are running businesses or doing, you know, doing multiple projects or whatever it is, like not having normal seven to eight hours of sleep, right? What is advocated is actually not, and like, it's not an honor. It's not, it's not a, like a badge that you're going to get from somewhere. It's really just going to put you in the wrong bucket of where you are not going to feel energized, aren't going to feel clear, aren't going to feel excited and, and focused. And so, yeah, I think actually what, what it really comes down to is making sleep a priority. If you can, and I know for like the new parents, this is like such a luxury these days, but when you can actually rest, 
do that, right? If on the weekends, for example, you, you have time to catch up on sleep, do that. Yeah, I am speaking this out loud because I am one of those mommies that who never takes any naps when the baby does, but I don't, at least I try to sit down and be, be quiet and restful. So, so think about this. This is kind of a, the trick that I do with myself. You have 168 hours in a week, right? So look at what it, what is it that you do with your, with your days, with your hours. That's 168 day, uh, hours in a week. We all have the same. Look at your calendar. Do the math, right? How much time can you spend sleeping? How much time can you spend working and doing some other essential tasks you know, of your day? Then, then add up your extra commitments, right? Do you have more than you actually can handle? Is there any time left for rest? I mean, I look at my calendar, it's like between nine to five is work, right? And I try to fit in so my, so many things into that nine to five block. And then of course, right? everything else outside of those hours but yeah i don't i don't think it's very practical and long kind of a term strategy to always be exhausted and over overwhelmed so i am working on this one too definitely going to focus on making sleep my priority as well because um, i tend to have this uh this notion of or uh, this ability to sort of get the second wind kind of like closer to nine o'clock i'm like oh i can pull a couple more hours and get more things done but then it really just spirals down from there the next day and the cycle continues. So yeah, you're, um, just like you're focusing on, uh, on doing one thing at a time, let's focus on getting you more sleep in the next week. All right, so my number three, I think it really kind of fall, falls out of all of these two items that I already discussed, but you're filling your calendar with things that you don't even want to do. And I think this is like the worst feeling that you ever have. I have a calendar or days where sometimes there's like three or four appointments overlapping or tasks or activities. And I open up my phone or look at my computer screen and it feels overwhelming. That's probably where that overwhelm is coming from. And this is one of those things is where you learn to say yes to many things, right? And I think as we go going through life transitions, whatever your life transition is, maybe it is, isn't growing a family, maybe it's moving, maybe it's buying a new home. Um, maybe starting a new job, right? Or maybe it's really coming out of this pandemic. But what is it that you're saying yes to? Because for a lot of for a lot of reasons, you're saying something, you're saying no to something else. And so every time, and that's like saying no is. I probably should have another episode on this topic. But saying no is the hardest, hardest thing. Even saying no to ourselves. So don't be afraid that. If you say no to something, right, or no to requests, that you're gonna look like you're, you know, the worst friend or the worst coworker or the worst, the worst anything, right? Because there's again, there's only so many hours in the day that we can fill in on our calendar with things that are truly, truly important. And so again, I'm, I, I talk about this a lot when it comes to staying on top of your finances and having regularly occurring money dates. And I, I mean, I really mean it. This is not just a funny kind of a thing, right? Oh, we had a money date, you know, once in a while. No, this is, this is when you really get serious. You get out and you get your calendar and you schedule those things. At, at least in my mind, if it's not on a calendar, it is not real. Whether it's a personal activity, and that's why sometimes I have so many overlapping things. But if it's not scheduled, it isn't going to happen. But the interesting key here is that you have control 
of what goes on your calendar. So that's it, like period. And almost all the time, you can decide where you're going to spend your time, what you're going to do. So how are you going to really sort of fix this, right? Overlapping appointments on your calendar and things that you don't want to really do. I think you should just pause and think about and be honest with yourself. What goes on your calendar every single day, every single week is for you to decide. If it's not something that brings you excitement and happiness and you can get rid of it, then go, then go and do it. Stay in touch with what motivates you. Stay in touch with what's, what's important to you. And this is another kind of a twist here with coming back to what I love to always circle back is, what are you trying to accomplish? What are your goals? What are your business goals? What are your personal goals? What are your financial goals? So how does this tie in? I know that, and I'm guilty of this too, like there's this feeling that like, okay, here are the things that I'm supposed to do. But it says who? Like, this, this, this statement in my head of supposed to do, supposed to do based on what? So I'm questioning all of these things and really looking at time in, in this essence and, and, and evaluating what really, what really would, would work best in the future. That's it, money bosses. You know, perhaps, as I said, this episode is really me speaking to me, but I really wanted you to hear this because I know you're in the same boat. You may be struggling with the same things. So I know I'm not alone, but I know we can start changing this constant state of business and like truly start living the life that matters. Because after all, there may not be enough time, energy, clarity, all these things that we want to enjoy our hard earned money. And I know you have to work hard. I'm not against it. I support that a thousand percent, but I just know there's a better way. So this business, this overwhelm, this, this multitasking thing, it's got to go. That's what I'm going to end this episode with. Until next time, remember you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.